Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. How Shannon saying he'd be extremely happy if Lance was still on the team. This is what he told KNBR Radio. Calls are being made. Wheels are in motion for a potential Trey Lance trade. And despite the fact that it would be complicated, in fact, he is due $5 million fully guaranteed next year. There is expected to be some interest. I'll keep a little bit of an eye on Minnesota. They were the team that called San Francisco before the draft this year. And, of course, that is Trey Lance's hometown. Wow. Wow. What great fodder for a reckless speculation Thursday across the, the Score North family of podcasts. It only upsets me that we didn't think of this long ago as a possibility oh, yeah, and talk yeah. about it. it. It only upsets me. I, I mean, <laughs> here we call ourselves the home of reckless speculation, and yet Trey Lance, I mean, we completely forgot to talk about him. First they laugh and mock, yes, and then they celebrate you, right? We're visionaries, okay? You know, we, yes. we started talking about Trey Lance and the Vikings at least two years ago, okay? And now – TJ Hawkinson. You're Trey, just uh, fear mongering. Daniel yes. Hunter, what do you mean? No problem. No problems. <laughs> so we'll get into this. The Ian Rappaport, he, he was tweeting about this too. I mean, he, so here's the thing, real quick. Guys like Rappaport and Schefter, who sound very much alike, by the way. Once you get to a certain level of like NFL insider stardom, cadence. you just, the, the you just sort of sound the same as you report things that you hear yeah. behind the scenes. Because I think you're reporting it like a ticker tape used to come out. Like, you know, you've got this item. It's a good point. But you don't you don't float your opinion ever, really. You get you get to a certain point and you are information trading. And it's just about the way you deliver information. Sometimes you are reporting, hey, a source told me or multiple sources told me. If there's something that's a little bit more sensitive or something that you you don't want to like hardcore say, hey, a source told me that the Vikings are interested in. You know, maybe a source told you, hey, this can't, this cannot be reported. So you say, you know what? I got a theory. Yeah. The Vikings could be yes. an interesting landing spot, right? But you're not just waking up and throwing it out there. He's getting that information from the Niners or the Vikings. Yep. Or Lance's agent. Or, or the agent. Because I, I was, because you're right. I used to be told, you know, this can't come from me and you can't like report this as fact. But here's what I think. And then I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, you know a lot more than I do about this. So. Yes, that definitely came from a point of, um, well, and and we know, you know, for a fact that the Vikings called last spring. They sniffed around. Now, I do think that the Vikings at that time said, well, the price, no, we're not going to pay your price. But that's where that price is lower now. It also seems to me 
from Kyle Shanahan's comments, despite the fact he's claiming, oh, I'd still love to have him. First of all, they've got three QBs there already. And second of all, uh, this sounds like like when a guy doesn't is not at practice, so he's either sent home or went home, like they're tr- they're going to try to resolve this quickly. He is not right. going to be with San Francisco. It no longer makes sense. Agreed, agreed. So there's there's so many things to get into on this topic, and we will later on. So I'm going to be on a flight back from uh, the podcast movement conference uh, to Minneapolis. So when the you trade guys will are doing, happen. It'll probably happen while I'm on the flight. The so trade will can- happen when when you're above the yes. In the so, air, it will. Somewhere above one of the Dakotas or something. That's what I was going to say. You're going to be, and, and, and you're going to see, you're going to be like, oh my God, they're trading for tree land. <laughs> and you guys will be doing a live stream recapping day two of the Vikings Cardinals joint practice. But this show is presented by our friends at TCL, which is one of the world's best selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution at an affordable cost. Learn more at TCL.com and inspire greatness with TCL. Also, we, a few weeks ago, launched a new wing of our Score North shop. So scorenorth.com slash shop. And you've got the merchandise wing where we've got all of your Before I Die shirts and hoodies and the Victory Monday hoodies. Those are the best sellers over the past, like, 10 months or so. But now we have a collectibles wing as well. You can click on it. Go to scorenorth.com slash shop. Click on the collectibles. And right now, the best-selling thing since we launched the last few weeks is the framed and signed photo of Justin Jefferson reaching up between the entire Bills defense, one-handed catch. He signed it. Uh, A lot of you have already said, that'll look great in my man cave or whatever it is. You can find all sorts of amazing uh, collectible items. Bud Grant signed and framed photo. Harrison Smith, Jordan Addison, K.J. Osborne, Justin Jefferson. There's a Justin Jefferson framed and signed jersey that you can put and hang somewhere. So check it out, 10% off everything site-wide with the code SCORE at checkout, thanks to our friends at Universal Sports Auctions. So I guess here's the question for you guys. Would you trade, let's say the price has come all the way down on Trey Lance to like a a fourth-round pick or later? Day three pick. Okay, a day three pick. pick. Would you trade a day three pick for Trey Lance, and which quarterback would he replace on the roster? Jacqueline, go ahead. No, uh, I would not trade a day three pick. I would not replace him with any quarterback on the roster. <clears throat> I know he was the second overall pick. He needs reps. He needs reps. He needs reps. Well, the time for him to get all of those reps would have been in college, which he didn't do, uh, he, or in the preseason, which now he's going to be joining a whole new system and starting from scratch. Where where, where would the reps come from here? Where, if, if Trey Lance needs all the reps in the world, which I don't get me wrong, I agree with that premise. Where would that come from the Vikings, and why? Why is that? Why would the Vikings want to pursue that when they already have Jaron Hall on the roster, they have a capable backup in Nick Mullins? I just think I'd rather take all those day three picks, use them at my advantage, because I think it's going to be better off of them finding a legitimate player in the draft next year in the day three than it is to mortgage them for a guy that's going to be a third-string quarterback basically on this roster. So we've talked about this um, a lot in the past couple of days. So I I would like to bring a new theory um, to, to the table. And it's something, Phil, that you've talked about for a long time, but I think it's becoming more and more prevalent, especially with younger coaches and executives, because it's probably not the old school way. But here's why I think the Vikings would do it. I think we're entering the era, and San Francisco actually is 
exhibit A. So like the the whole conversation is they gave up three future first round picks. They took Trey Lance. This is a monumental crisis type of mistake. And the reality is they're just fine. Um, I think we're in the era with guys like O'Connell of what I would like to call quarterback collection. So I think gone are the days where everybody says, because it's not re it's not reality for the Vikings to say, well, we might be able to trade up to get the top overall pick. Caleb Williams is going to be ours. And we have a generational QB in a perfect world. That's awesome. It's not realistic. Okay. So I think Trey Lance is a quarterback collection guy. And by that, I mean, what's look what San Francisco has done. Why is San Francisco? Okay. Cause they're collecting them and they're developing some of them. And yes, Trey Lance, uh, well, he didn't flame out. That's not a fair term. Trey Lance hasn't developed. He's been hurt. He's had problems. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, I think that while we all say, well, Trey Lance can't be that guy. Well, there's a possibility. But if the price tag is so low, and I don't think his salary is a huge, it's a rookie contract still. I'm not saying it's cheap, but it's not. But you're not inheriting the old school third overall pick contract. It's mm-hmm. a rookie contract. And I think O'Connell and Quazy especially are going to be into quarterback collection, which is we take Jaron Hall which is, okay, we might trade a fifth round or sixth round pick for Trey Lance. And you know what? If we do that, and Phil, I think that this has been your point for a long time. If we hit on one of them, we have a hit. So, like, it's not like, well, yeah, Trey Lance is really good now, but you didn't develop Jaron Hall. You screwed up. That's not how it works now. So I actually think that this is far more worth the gamble. Now, if it was a higher draft pick, no. So if it, if it's a day one first round pick or a day two pick, I'm out. But with the question that you threw at me, I think we are now looking at the fact that Kevin O'Connell probably thinks if I get a group of quarterbacks, I can develop one. And I think the one thing that we're seeing in the in the backups, Jaron Hall, the kid that they just signed, Tamu, uh, potentially Trey Lance, is we are seeing the signature of what O'Connell wants from a starting point. Mobility ability to make plays with your feet, sort of the anti-Kirk. And this is not saying Kirk's not fine. I just think that this is all starting to come together to sort of give us a view of what Kevin O'Connell and the front office want. And it's not this definitive, we got our guy with first overall pick, mm-hmm. and now we're done with it. So would you trade a day three pick for Trey Lance? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but I think more importantly, I think the Vikings would. I do too. I, w- I would, and I do too. And I think the I think the question becomes, who does he replace? Because here's the thing: Declan brings up great points about the reps. The time to get reps if you're a backup quarterback, which is what Trey Lance is right now. He is a Trey Lance, regardless of where he was drafted, is a backup quarterback right now in the NFL yep. that has enormous upside still. And there's some people I'm sure there's some listeners. I, I, listen, I I put out the question on Twitter yesterday. Of, you know, I retweeted the Rapaport thing or reposted on X. Still getting used to the vernacular. Just don't do it. I, it's okay. Flow. I tried to write X last night. You can't say he X'd it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we've taken away the ability to verb the to use. Rusini tweeted this is is perfect, right? You yeah. can't say Rusini X'd it. It's ridiculous. She posted it on X. Yeah, that's was, what I had to write. I, they didn't, I didn't consider like this in the in the whiteboard meeting. Um, but like, he's a backup quarterback. He has enormous upside i know a lot of vikings fans would debate that that no he's a bust he's a bust he's six foot four 200 some pounds super mobile the dude ran for a thousand yards his his only full season at ndsu and also threw for you know bonkers yards didn't throw an interception now it's not 
SEC level of competition here. I get it, but there's a reason why he was a top three overall pick. It's it, it, it and it's not that 32 teams just whiffed on his athletic ability. Like there is something there, and in San Francisco, this is what always puzzled me about the original move by San Francisco. They were in win now mode. We got to go. We like we weren't they just in a Super Bowl like the year before, right? And now we're okay. We're we're, we're a Super Bowl contending team, but but we're not patient enough to to go with a raw quarterback. That by the way, we went we went through this uh, the Sam Munson tweet we found on uh, the scoop session. Four hundred ninety two pass attempts since two thousand eighteen. His senior year in high school, he graduated Trey Lance in two thousand eighteen. And so he played one full year at NDSU. He had the the pandemic year where they played like a showcase game in 2020. And then very limited snaps in the actual NFL. And then preseason, like he gets some throws. But he hasn't even thrown 500 passes since high school. So you could use that and say, well, that's whether it's his fault or injuries or whatever. Like, sorry, you know, you, you had to have more reps over the last five years. And now you're kind of screwed. He's not going to get reps in the fall as a backup quarterback. Not here. Kirk Cousins needs the reps. They're trying to win a bunch of games, right? So it's kind of tricky. But if you just said to me, like, let's zoom out for a second. Hey, uh, Kirk Cousins is your starter for at least one more year. And then you get two slots behind Kirk Cousins, who's not under contract beyond 2023, by the way. You get two slots for Jaron Hall, Nick Mullins, or Trey Lance. I would say, well, if it costs me a day three pick, Trey Lance is one of those two slots. And then I'll fight it out in the room with Quasey and the scouts and the coaching staff on whether Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins is your best. If he needs to step in and play, he's your best backup. So, I mean, I might say to Jaron Hall, sorry, man, the circumstances have changed. I mean, Trey, Trey Lance has a lot more upside than Jaron Hall. Yes. So I, I would. I would trade a fourth or a fifth round pick for Trey Lance. So I think there's three things as well uh, to keep in mind here about this before you completely dismiss it as like, oh, Trey Lance, they're not going to do this. One is Kevin O'Connell is heavily influenced. And I would say that to a certain degree, Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers coach, is a metric to Kevin. Like he definitely was, you know, above him in Washington. And, and you know, keep in mind, too, the Vikings are about to go to an offensive system that's going to pivot a little bit from what McVeigh and O'Connell did with the Rams to what Shanahan does Mm -hmm. more 12 personnel, which is what they're going to try to beat teams up. They're going to, they're going to establish, you know, what would be really nice if our quarterback could run. And also keep in mind, the Vikings clearly don't want to spend on interior offensive line. So what gets you around an interior offensive line that you're not improving a mobile quarterback who can escape. Okay. So that's the first thing. And, and again, forget Trey Lance's name. This could be Jaron Hall. I'm talking about what O'Connell is pivoting towards. Yeah, a profile, a profile. Of a a player, profile, yeah. exactly. So don't get hung up on the name. Get hung up on the attributes that O'Connell wants. The other thing, keep in mind, to Phil's point, when San Francisco drafted in a win-now time, I would argue much more so than where the Vikings are, are at. I don't think that the Vikings want to be bad, but I, that San Francisco team, I think, had more expectation. They basically, and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, when he's healthy and playing well, is not that far from Kirk. Like, they're very, they're, they're similar type of QBs. San Francisco said, we're out on Jimmy. And, in fact, had him off to the side in training camp last year, so convinced that he was gone. Kirk, Kirk's very important here, but what's Kirk's role? 
Well, Kirk's role is to be the starting quarterback for 23, but nobody wanted or the Vikings did not want to give him a contract extension. And the last thing is this on the reps thing, which I agree with you guys. I mean, yes, reps are important, but we're but in pivoting to the collection of quarterback era, you know, how often does Quazy talk about being in the lab? We're in the lab. We're doing this. We're doing that. I think the days of the old school, well, if he doesn't get reps, he's screwed. It's over if he doesn't get reps. I don't think these guys think like that. And so, yes, would getting a ton of reps help? Absolutely. If they acquired Trey Lance, do I think that that they would get him and stick him on the back burner and be like, okay, let's forget about him now? No, he would get a ton of coaching. He would get a ton of work. They would go into the lab to work with him. I'm sure there are things that they would change about him. I do think that uh, during the course of the summer, he has tightened up his throwing motion. We'll see if that continues because I think in game that becomes dicey. But my point is, I think this is, I think this whole conversation has to go to where we think the Vikings are and things are, are different now, but I, all I know is that Trey Lance sort of fits the athletic profile that I think O'Connell wants. And although he could come back, there is a reason why Kirk Cousins was not signed to an extension in March. And you could say, that's Zolgad again, trying to run Cousins out of town. He hates him. Number one, no, I don't. I think he's good. But when you don't sign a guy to March, I, I mean, it's like the Hawkinson thing, folks. Connect the damn dots. If you have your quarterback, you know what you do? He's the most important guy. You sign him. Yeah, Connect they're, the they're damn he- dots. They're, hes- they're hesitant. They're hesitant. And like, Declan, and like Declan says, and our guy, Wendy, what's going on here? Why is that? Yeah. Uh, John Lynch, right. by the way, on KNBR Radio Thursday morning, like literally seven minutes ago, as we're recording this episode of Purple Daily, said on Trey Lance uh, on his future that, quote, I think that's the most likely option is that he's here. If we can find a landing spot for Trey, that is a really good one for him and works for us. That's not something we'd turn a blind eye to, but that's not where our focus is right now. And he also says, have you been when asked if they had been shopping Trey Lance since March? John Lynch said, quote, that's not accurate, end quote. Well, yeah, because they stopped. I think when the Vikings told yeah. told them to go climb a pole, they stopped. <laughs> but, lying. but yeah. well, and John Lynch has to lie. Yeah. Like right now, he's probably look, looking at a comp, uh, a compensation of a sixth round pick. That looks really bad. He's probably hoping it's a day two pick, which I don't think it's going to be. But yeah, those quotes from J- uh, John Lynch, his nose grew like exponentially <laughs> every answer. Yeah. You know, okay, I I, want to come back to something, John Lynch, and not because, you know, there's a lot of talk about how bad the Niners look with this, and I I do want to come back to that. But I have one more question just on the, just like the viability of Trey Lance. Does the fact that Kyle Shanahan, the quarterback whisperer, right, the guy that got the the MVP season out of Matt Ryan, that got Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl, that got Brock Purdy to run a 6 0 undefeated stretch into the playoffs uh, last season, right? Does the fact that he is sort of bailing on Trey Lance give you pause? It does give me pause, but as we talked about on this show yesterday, it also makes me think that O'Connell would love nothing more than to develop the guy that Kyle Shanahan didn't develop. Um, It gives me pause, but it doesn't dismiss it. And look, this is a league of egos. This is a league of people who think that they can get get more from a guy than the previous uh, coach did. And 
as we talked about, I think Kevin O'Connell is a, a, a perpetual optimist. I, I think he'll look at Trey Lance unless he just thinks he sucks. So like, and there's a chance he's just like, yeah. uh-uh, don't like him. My opinion though, is if that they made a call in March that they didn't say that. Right. And, and to all the stats that we have thrown out, you can make a very fair case in O'Connell's mind that Trey Lance hasn't been given an opportunity. Yeah. By the way, Trey Lance is two years younger than Jaron Hall. Well, Jaron Hall's like my age because he <laughs> played college football for so long. Yeah. But just to put it into context, yeah. like we would, well, Jaron Hall, but Jaron Hall's a prospect. Trey Lance is younger with more upside and better size yeah. and a better arm. All like all the all these things. I still like I like Jaron Hall, but you know, it's uh, I think. I think a lot of times in football, and this happens with baseball prospects too, where a guy will come up, he's oh my god, he's the talk of the, he's ranked in the top whatever, and then they struggle, or there's an injury or something, and people are just out entirely. And I don't, I don't want the audience to mistake what because Declan's like Declan has said I wouldn't do it. Judd and I are saying we would do it, so like we're on the hook for this take. But I think people hear it and they say it's like a black or white. That you think Trey Lance is a franchise right. quarterback? I don't know, and the Kyle Shanahan thing gives me pause too. But you're trying when you're building a roster, you are trying to play some calculated bets on the board, and you're trying to buy low on some stocks. And um, Quasi clearly has a propensity for buying low on some stocks. We'll see if any of them come to fruition. Just because we would do this trade doesn't mean that we think Trey Lance is the one to step in and fill Kirk Cousins' shoes and the one to take Justin Jefferson to another 10 years of NFL success. Like, I don't know, but if I get to pay a fifth-round pick to find out for a couple years, I would absolutely sign up for that. That's that's what I would say. And Trey Lance's uh, preseason film, which I think we talked about a little bit more than a week ago now, is absolutely awful. But the reality is when Kevin O'Connell sits down to watch that film, his analysis of that is not going to be ours, which is, well, this looks really bad. Like he's going to see things and either like them, hate them, think he can develop them. So that again is why I just, I think there's a reason why the Vikings are being brought up. And I also think that there has to be quietly an urgency at TCO to find quarterback options. Yep. Yep. It's uh. we'll see. We'll see how this develops. I do have one more thing on this for you guys. I think there's a, there's a misnomer out there about the 49ers and other teams that I want to throw at you, but let's shout out our good friends over at Livia. All right, if uh, if you're looking to lose 15, 20, maybe 40 pounds like Judd did a couple of years ago, Livia is a great place to start. That's exactly right, Phil. And the guy on the left and the guy on the right, they are the same person. You know, you talk about your first-round picks that aren't bust. You talk about a first-round pick. That's a sure thing. I'm going to tell you right now, in the game of weight loss, which is incredibly important, uh, Livia Weight Control Centers, first overall pick. And it's not just Sports Dad saying this. They were just named Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. Folks, that's three consecutive MVPs. And that also means that an offer is on the table for you right now. That's three months free. So if you join today, you're going to get three months free. You're going to be looking great and feeling great. And your journey for Weight loss with this top-notch program will have only started. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Inside or outside the state, it doesn't matter. You can join Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. 
Hey, uh, maybe your lower back all of a sudden became sore this week, you know? Oh, man. My lower back is sore. <laughs> ah. Well, Summit Orthopedics can help you. Whatever you're dealing with, whether it's lower back, maybe it's neck, ankles, no referrals are needed, and Summit Orthopedics offers same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m., 25 locations across the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. If your lower back doesn't hurt and uh, you're looking to get out on the water here, and enjoy, I would say, still at least another good month of summer, okay? I, I know the state fair gets everyone all, ah, summer's over. Not according to Power Lodge and Miller Marine. They still have also, well, not only do they, do they have the great Benningtons and the pontoons, they also have some great stuff as you're looking ahead for the winter on-road vehicles. Uh, but 25 years in business for Power Lodge, bringing throttle therapy to everyone, Judd. And check out that gorgeous sunset. I mean, check, the, that looks like me driving that, Bennington. And guess what, folks? A Bennington? I could drive that. That's right. It is that simple. It is that luxurious throttle therapy for especially for, you know, Vikings fans or Twins fans. Man, you're frustrated. You you just like when's the pain going to end? I'm going to tell you right now it ends on a Bennington because throttle therapy is the perfect medicine for any Minnesota sports fan. PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. So a lot of the chatter, rightfully so to some extent, around this Trey Lance thing is, oh, my God, this dude couldn't even beat out Sam Darnold for the backup spot. The Niners gave up all sorts of draft capital three years ago to move up. Was three first-round picks or whatever, and they they get a guy that plays a handful of games, gets injured, he's not ready, his throwing motion's all, wow, what a train wreck. This is why you got to be careful reaching for quarterbacks and drafting quarterbacks in the first round. It's actually the opposite. The 40, If you're a competent organization, if you're an incompetent organization and you're looking for a quarterback to save you, right, like the Colts post-Andrew Luck. Joey like, Harrington. Yep. There's, there's great examples of the yep. Cleveland Browns for decades, right? We are a train wreck. We need a quarterback to save our franchise. If you're a well-run franchise like San Francisco that hits on late-round picks, they do a pretty good job with contracts, right? There's probably the Steelers are sort of this historically. The Vikings have done historically a really good job of building rosters. This is proof that you can take a shot on a franchise-changing quarterback and whiff hysterically and still be one of the five Super Bowl favorites going into the season. This example for the 49ers shouldn't deter teams from taking shots on quarterbacks in the first round. It should inspire teams to take shots on quarterbacks in the first round. People are getting this way wrong. Oh, see, this is why, look out, if you're a Vikings fan, this is why you don't draft quarterbacks. No, if you if you can put together a roster and you got a good coaching staff in front office, you can absorb a whiff and still be a 12-win team that goes to the NFC Championship game. And the draft picks, yeah, if, yeah, if, if just because you miss one draft pick does not mean like you're complete, you're completely ruined. And San Francisco has a good enough roster, and I understand that they mortgage future picks, but 
they were still a pretty good team where just because you have one bad pick, it doesn't define you. Like it, it everyone's going to look at this as, oh my God, you, you gave up so much money. I think it was, you paid him $28 million for basically, what, two and a half games of football, essentially. But San Francisco's just fine. San Francisco's still sitting at 11 and a half wins, I believe, on Vegas' over-under. Like they're, they're still mm-hmm. viewed as a very good team. Now, I think that comes down to earth. That's just That's just my opinion, man. But at the same time, it doesn't shipwreck you. It's just it's a draft pick, you know. Bleep well, those picks think, sometimes. And, and think about this, like, you know, you know, wow, look at look at the whiff. Oh my god, look at how bad this is. What if Trey Lance wasn't a whiff? Think about what if they what if they had nailed that that pick and that trade, and they add a six foot four, two hundred fifteen, two hundred twenty pound crazy athlete with a big arm, that's like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen like to what they have yep. as a roster, right? I mean, think. Think think in that sense rather than, oh, my God, oh, we can never draft a quarterback. He might not pan out. But to, to expand on that, too, I think that in certainly the Niners case here, quarterbacks are becoming more like baseball's pitchers, right? Like Brock Purdy's the last pick of the draft, and he's going to start, and he looked really good. You know, Sam Darnold was sort of on the scrap heap, and he's not great. But guess what? If you have to play him, he can play. And Brandon Allen supposedly had a really good, good camp, and he basically beat out Trey Lance. So so the point is, San Francisco, um, yes, their highest profile draft pick QB is, a, is for now a bust. But their reality is they kept – they continue to and kept taking swings. Yep. Like that – like that's the thing. Are you going to continue to take swings? And and to their credit, because there, I think there would have been a lot of pride here from teams. Like we got to give Trey Lance more of a chance, right? Like we can't. We we gave up way too much. We look stupid because they do look sort of dumb here. And they'd say, you know, Brock, you did a great job, but you know, Trey's going to come to camp as as the guy to win the job, and you'll challenge him. Odds are you're not going to win that. But think about this: they pivoted. Yep. Like this takes this takes intestinal fortitude because the Niners are being ripped today and very few people are talking about the fact that Purdy was the last pick of the entire draft. But the reality is they had the cojones to say, guess what? This guy, in our opinion, better. That takes a lot of guts. But that, again, is where I think the Vikings, that's the world that you're going to need to operate in because if you don't and this whole thing of we just have to find our, our guy there are some teams i guarantee you that would still be trying to force trey lance as a starter right like if yeah. the lions had done this mm-hmm. especially old school the lions wouldn't have the lions would have taken this guy right off the cliff san francisco's like uh-uh don't have to yep yep Absolutely. And, and if I'm like to Declan's point about the, the 11 and a half number, I would if for anyone saying, look how dumb the 49ers are, look how dumb John Lynch is. I would just point at that and say uh, we have like the yeah. third best over under right now. Our team is stacked because it's about building a team and an organization and a culture. Yep. We're going to we're going to whiff on some things. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. Judd's got to get to practice. McAdack's got to pack for a flight and Dex has to edit and post everything that we do every single day. So we're going to say goodbye. For now, on Purple Daily, we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. You guys will be back later this afternoon for a live stream recap of the second joint practice between the Cardinals and the Vikings. And we are going to be at the State Fair on Saturday at 1 o'clock in Carousel Park. Come hang out with us. Come see us.